Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the Northern Grower podcast. This podcast is a place to just share gardening tips, tricks, and general information for the Northern Grower. So I'm recording from Zone 3, and so most of my information is applicable to Zone 3. However, you can also tailor any of it for your own needs. So whether you just are here as a complete new beginner, or whether you just are wanting to daydream and have some gardening listening in your life while we wait for the polar vortex and the snow to melt and disappear, then this place is for you. Um, This week's episode, we are going to focus on three sisters planting. So an overview of how we plant our three sisters, what we plant, and what it is. Um, You may have heard of it, but essentially it comes from three types of plants that traditionally are, they're grown together because they complement each other well. So it's called, it's a form of companion planting or polyculture rather than planting monoculture, which would just be planting one crop by itself. So it's biodiverse planting and... Traditionally, um, it was used, I hope I've been looking into the history of it a little bit for this part of the episode here, so I hope I have this right, but if you have any information and I don't have all of the correct information down here, please feel free to let me know. Um, I'm always happy and open to learn learn new things, um, but traditionally, Three Sisters Planting was used by First Nations and Native American groups. And it was because it was a method of planting the three mainstays of crops that are found in North America, typically corn, squash, and beans, or maize, squash, and beans. Um, and I believe it was, from what I was reading and looking around um, for information here, I believe it was the Iroquois who named the method the Three Sisters, who coined the name, essentially, and are renowned for, from what I can gather, they seem to have been the main um, group of people who planted using this technique. So it is a method of interplanting, and of course it's biodiverse, and it is it's supposed to have benefits for the plants and soil. So... I always enjoy our Three Sisters garden. Um, I find it a very good space saver. And one of my favorite benefits from a Three Sisters garden is just the not having to, when you have your pole beans, you're not having to go out and find space or materials for them to grow. They grow up our corn. So essentially Three Sisters Planting is growing those three crops together, and this is how they benefit each other. So corn, and like I said, it's my favorite part of watching your three sisters garden grow, is that corn provides support for beans. And they tend to vine and climb up the corn stalks rather than um, putting in a traditional trellis or pole for them to go up. So they will use the corn as a pole. And the other reason that it's supposed to be beneficial is because beans 
also of course taking nitrogen and then essentially fix the soil so you're creating nitrogen rich soils for your crops while you're planting so you've got your corn squash and beans in there and you're now adding that nitrogen so that nitrogen back into the soil and then traditionally squash is planted around the base and the prickly vine is supposed to act as a pest deterrent and also your squash leaves um, typically would cover the soil and help keep some moisture in the soil there. So that's that's the reasoning behind why the three plants work so well together. And also part of what I enjoy about growing them is just because it's 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 a traditional thing that has been passed down um, through generations, first by Native Americans and First Nations, and then of course adopted by later settlers. So for me, it's quite interesting to uh, grow them together and see how they do every year. And typically we tend to, I think we've kept our three sisters garden the same for the last few years, but sometimes it is fun to throw in another bean in one patch and then compare how our patches do. We have, we don't just have one three sisters patch. We tend to have patches of three sisters uh, in scattered in different places in our garden. Um, because we are very, very, uh, we're not big on monoculture growing in our garden. We tend to have patches everywhere. We'll have patches of three sisters and then we have patches of carrots interspersed. And then, um, so we are very big into interplanting and companion planting. And what we would do is we, you want to plant, well, you're going to start with your corn. You want to plant a strong, vigorous type of corn because it has to be able to uh, cope with the beans growing up it so the corn we typically use we like a bicolor uh, variety traditionally we use like bicolor corn or peaches and cream and we don't even just grow one variety of corn next to each other we will grow several varieties in a spot as well um but in our personal garden we like a peaches and cream or a bicolor corn and then we also grow with pole beans. So I'm a big fan of beans in general. I love bush beans are some of my favorites. But we do grow pole beans when you are three sisters planting because you need to ensure that you, um, you need a bean that is going to be able to climb up the corn stalk. So a bush bean would not be effective. You want something that's going to use the corn. And of course, if you're thinking about saving space, why not, if you have the corn there, why not plant those beans next to it and have them use that um, as a ladder, so to speak. So you need anything that would be a vigorous climber. So think, for example, of a Scarlet Runner. That is a pretty strong, vigorous climber. And that will do well with the corn. So we like to use Scarlet Runner beans. Um, the squash too, we also like to plant is either a zucchini, a hubbard, or an acorn squash. Uh, pumpkins are amazing. We love pumpkins. And I think traditionally pumpkins may have been the squash that was used. Um, but we prefer in our personal garden to grow these smaller squashes just because they are just a little bit less... Our pumpkins are very big, they're very vigorous, they, they are fantastic plants, 
but we like to actually vertically grow our pumpkins and we don't tend to have them take up as much space sprawling along the ground. So we prefer to go with a, a smaller squash like the zucchini, the acorn or the hubbard. Um, now three sisters, once you've established what varieties you want to use for each one, it does involve a little bit of succession planting. So it's probably not best practice to plant everything at once because you do actually want your corn to be a little bit larger than your beans. So when your beans are sprouting and they're growing and they're ready to start vining and growing and climbing, they can scaffold onto the corn that should be big enough and strong enough to be able to cope with that. So we plant uh, in little clusters. You find a patch in your garden and then in that little patch, we'll plant a cluster of corn and beans together and then the squash borders it. Um, so you aren't going to be using traditional rows and they kind of end up, we, we tend to be, we're not very particular in planting. I'm not going to measure out exactly how many and the shape and space of the cluster. We tend to just plant uh, a kind of a scatter. We tend to just be mishmash scatter gardeners, which works really well for us. Uh, keep it easy. So that's how we like to do our three sisters. Um, so we select, select, so to prep the soil, we select a section of garden and we start by composting and loosening and just turning that soil over, get it nice and loose and we make it quite compost rich. We then start the, we tend to start because we are zone three um, and you don't want to start cor corn outside until risk of frost is passed. And it also needs quite a long growing season. So we actually really like to start a corn inside and we have good success transplanting uh, corn outside once it's grown to about five or six inches or so. We transplant it outside. Um, so we start corn inside and that works really well for us. And then once the risk of frost has passed, we will transplant it outside. And so you have your area you want to plant in and then you have your soil, it's nice, it's loose, it's turned over. You want to, um, now the best success, there's a few studies in this. Some gardening sources say to just plant three sisters flat in the ground. And some sources say historically better yields come from mounding and creating a mound in the soil. And so we have started making small mounds. So we turn our soil over, it's compost rich, it's loose. And when we're ready to plant, we'll make a sort of a bigger mound. And then in the top of the mound, around the top of the mound, we'll flatten it out a little bit and scatter in that, that corn. And um, once that corn's in the top there, we will then, uh, because we start inside and we transplant our corn out into the mound, into the soil when it's about five or six inches that then means we on the same day we plant our beans if you were going to put your corn outside and put your corn straight in the ground and wait for it to germinate you will have to wait until it grows five or six inches before you then plant your beans however we put our transplants out we started them inside and then we put the beans in the soil that day as well. So we put our transplants in and then we start our beans in the soil. So the corn transplants are kind of, you imagine they're a bit scattered in a cluster at the top of this mound. And then we sow our beans. We plant three to four around each corn. 
and uh, later on you can then add in your squash. I noticed uh, the almanac does say to plant squash a week after you've planted your beans. We sometimes wait even later, two to three weeks. And for us, we just prefer to wait to make sure the beans are really getting growing. And then we will plant our squash in the ground. So uh, we plant our squash as well. We'll plant each little seed, a uh, couple of seeds together in little individual tiny amounts around the bigger mound. So you're bordering that with your squash, okay? So your squash is the border. Um, and it's protective border around your cluster of corn and beans. Now with squash, uh, beans we can put outside in the ground right away. Squash has been tricky for us for some reason. It does not germinate if we plant it straight into the ground. So for us, we have had to uh, start our squash indoors as well and when it's a couple of inches high that's when we will transplant it into our three sisters patch so it is a lot of timing and just planning out when and what you're going to plant but we do start our squash indoors and also transplant that out a couple of weeks after the beans have gone into the ground and that essentially is our three sisters garden it's a little brief overview of how we plant it what varieties we plant and like I said, we do enjoy, I enjoy the interplanting. I do believe it's good for plants as well to have that aspect of companion planting. And uh, I love seeing the way the beans start to crawl and climb up the cor corn stalks. So it's fun little garden. It yields some fun little patches in your garden. And we always really enjoy making it every year. Um, so if you have any questions, I suggest you go look and read up about Three Sisters gardening techniques it's one of those that is some people I've read some people do not are not convinced or haven't found any real use for it and other gardeners swear by it for us we I we do like it we always have a few patches in our yard um and we do think it's good for our beans um but some people say you can get just as great a yield through just traditional monoculture cropping of those plants as well. So really, if you haven't tried it before, it could be a fun project and experiment to try in your garden. And if you're seasoned and passionate three sisters grower, definitely let us know and what, tell us what varieties you use. I'm always looking to change and sh uh, shake up any varieties and we're open to new challenges here. Um, but if you do have any comments or questions, please let us know at the Northern Grower Podcast at gmail.com. Please follow, feel free to follow us on Instagram at green.witch.seed.co, which is a bit of a personal um, Instagram account and look at our uh, homesteading life here in Zone 3. And also, please feel free to check out the website greenwitchseed.ca. You can sign up for a mailing list um, where we'll eventually be mailing out blog updates, newsletters, uh, discount codes, anything like that. We do not send you lots and lots of spam. It is very, actually, it's pretty, uh, very far and few between you will get emails from us. So if you do want the odd gardening email dropped in your inbox, definitely sign up there. You can also take a look at our store to see what seeds we have for sale. Happy gardening. Thank you for joining me in this space. I appreciate it as always, and warmest wishes, and I hope 
spring will be here soon and we can get planting outside again. Thank you. Take care.